the Taurus. Tauruses are stubborn as fuck, okay? They are fatties. They love to eat, eat, eat. Hello and welcome back to Astrology with Alexis. My name is Alexis Massarella. For the last episode, we got neck deep in the shit piles that are retrograde periods. But in this week's episode, we'll be examining Virgo season, understanding what Virgo placements mean for your chart, and welcoming another special guest who is a University of Miami student and a Virgo son. This show is brought to you by Distraction Magazine with a new episode every two weeks. Just like in all my other astrology season specials, I'm going to start off the episode with a recount of my trauma that I've had with this sign. Virgos are absolutely batshit crazy. No one could change my mind about that. In the big three placements of, you know, the holy trinity of the chart, I would say the sun, the rising, and the moon, if you have a Virgo placement there, something is wrong with you. I don't know, maybe there should be like brain scans on every single person that has those placements, but I guarantee you they would show you that something is off. Houston, we have a problem. And I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way. You know, I I think that people that are a little bit one-off, a little bit on the crazy side, because I definitely am. I'm not, I'm far from normal. I I like Virgos. I I definitely don't dislike Virgos at all. But at the same time, I am 100% able to recognize that they are batshit crazy. They are, you know, very anxious people. I've rarely come across a big Virgo placement that wasn't a very anxious person. They're very warm people, very genuine people. This anxiousness isn't something that comes off as intimidating. It's instead something that comes off as like, oh, do you need help? Like, do you want me to help you out? Like, it, it, it's almost like you want to care for the person because you see how warm and genuine that they are. And you kind of see them struggling. Help me! Help me! But remember, Virgos are people who don't necessarily want to be the ones that get help. They want to be the ones to give help, and we're going to get into that later. But they definitely don't want to be the ones that look like they need help. And that's why every Virgo that I've encountered, they're really good at putting on a temporary mask. You can start to see through the cracks if you are a more intuitive sign. If you have an intuitive placement, you could be able to recognize that these masks are exactly what they are. They're masks. They're not meant to necessarily fool you, but they're meant to protect or hide a fear that the Virgo doesn't want you to see in them. You know, a a lot of it has to do with their anxiety. Virgo moon people. If you have a Virgo moon, and we're gonna get more into the Virgo moon later as well, but the Virgo moons that I have encountered are excellent at forgiveness. And they're excellent at, you know, looking back at a situation that may have unfolded and saying, okay, this is how I felt about it. This is how they felt about it. It's time to reach a compromise. It's time to reach a healthy middle and talk about it. And I really appreciate that out of Virgo moons, especially in today's age. I feel like everyone gets into like these stupid petty drama fights, you know, and you let it destroy relationships. And you know what? Sometimes you need a person in your life and, you know, you get a fight and it doesn't work out. But most of the times, if you're able to talk something out, it's worth it. You know, if it, friendships are worth it if they're willing to talk it out and make it work. So I appreciate that in Virgo moons. I would say that my most influential Virgo experience was with a girl that I was with last fall. And we were not dating, but we definitely weren't just friends either. I guess you could say we were in an entanglement, if you want to call me the Jada Pinkett Smith of lesbians. But during this entanglement, I got to know her super well. 
she was definitely very earthy you know virgo is an earth sign and that definitely translated into her outer appearance she was super visco girl you know save the turtles scrunchy on the wrist hydro flask in hand all all that definitely you know insane to a degree which made her super interesting but the thing about virgos is they are master caretakers because this girl who i was with and we weren't at all in any kind of committed relationship but she took care of me better than any girl I had been in a relationship with. I, I got mono in the fall from another girl. And this girl, who we weren't even in that entanglement really anymore. We were just, you know, trying to be friends. And she was just so pure of heart. Wanted to take care of me. Would go and get me food. Get me water. She was just so caring. And there was just such a genuine love. It doesn't even have to be romantic, but just like that love for someone that you want to care for. Virgos are masters at this. There is nothing better than a Virgo that wants to take care of you. They will genuinely go above and beyond. They will make sure you feel clean. They will make sure you feel safe. They'll make sure you feel comfortable. And if you have Virgos in your life, they are more than willing to help you succeed, to help you feel good. I think Virgos are incredible. I'm a huge fan of the sign. I think they probably make excellent partners. Um, I was never in anything committed with a Virgo, but anything I ever experienced with a Virgo was outstanding in the sense of they are all great caretakers. Whether it's a friendship, a romantic relationship, or an entanglement, you can expect the best from Virgos. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender, shit on it, vomit on it, eat it, give birth to it. Overall, I'm going to say that Virgos are a really awesome placement, and I think they're really underappreciated, underrated, and undervalued. And I'm here to say justice for Virgos. They are incredible and they have a lot of respect for me. And I'd be like, why are you so obsessed with me? Now for Virgo season, we have all been riding this wave of fun in the sun, summertime with Leo season for a while. But now we must get ready to kick things into high gear because motivation levels are about to go through the roof. During Virgo season, you're going to want to find a new flow in just about every area of your life that'll help you be more efficient. So let's talk about some of those areas in your life. Health should be huge for you right now. You'll be wanting to eat well, drink less, and work out on the regular. Now don't feel discouraged about reaching your goals because you indulge a little here and there. You know, it's a little bit more difficult to just go to the gym with restrictions on how many people can be in the building or wearing your mask. But... It's the bigger picture that matters after all. So if you find yourself skipping a day and you know, you're going to get taco craft margaritas on the go, maybe just do a few squats while you're shaking the margarita up, but you'll figure it out. Just work it into your schedule and be mindful about taking care of your health. In the rest of life, you're gonna be able to get into the groove, whether it's finding a new workflow on the job or making your relationship a little bit more seamless. If you work or study from home via Zoom, Maybe starting an hour earlier will pay off in the afternoon, give you some extra free time. And when it comes to your significant other, perhaps spending an hour apart will make your together time feel even more rewarding. No matter what it is, you'll be looking for ways to make anything and everything work 
better. And I honestly think that's great advice for any kind of relationship. I fucking hate when girls are texting me every fucking day. Some girls literally on Tinder, you will match with them one time. And then if you don't text them every single day, they like are pissed at you. And I'm like, bitch, I haven't even met you yet. Like, chill the fuck out. Give your partner space. And that's definitely something I've had to train myself because I don't think I was very good at giving people space, you know, when I first started dating people. But as I've gotten older and more mature, I've definitely realized that space is a huge thing that people need. And distance 100% makes the heart grow fonder. Giving your partner a little bit more space is never a bad thing, as long as there's good communication. Now, depending on your placement, Earth signs, Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus, of course, are going to thrive this month. While the mutable signs of Gemini, Sagittarius, and Pisces will have a harder time leaving the party and taking life seriously again. Gemini, Sagittarius, and Pisces, they are very party signs. And let me just say, I know that some of those bitches are out partying right now during COVID-19. And guess what? If I catch your ass partying, I will blast you on this podcast publicly. Think twice, mutable signs. I think that Virgo season is in a perfect placement in our calendar because we just got back to school. We're getting into shape. You know, we just got off our quarantine diets of, you know, either you're sitting on the couch all summer stuff in your face like I did, or, you know, you've gotten that good workout routine and you're back at school and you're trying to adjust and figure out what works for you now. You know, you're in a different place, different schedule, different environment. So Virgo season is the perfect time to work out all of those kinks until you get the perfect schedule that works for you. So now let's take a look at the Virgo placements for the inner planets. And I am now going to welcome our very special guest, Erica Goldfinger, to join me onto the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, so Erica is a Virgo sun, Scorpio rising, and a Leo moon, which is quite the mix. So we're going to see how much you relate to the Virgo sun. So the first thing about Virgo suns is... Remember, sun is the planet about motivation, core values. So Virgo suns are very driven by the need to be useful rather than the need to be recognized. So they do best working behind the scenes, lending quality control, practical efficiency, and detailed help to achieve the most efficient and well-organized results. In fact, the greatest strengths of this sign is their abilities to focus and problem solve. So do you relate to this? Yeah, I would definitely say I do. Like, I'd rather work by myself and then just sit and, like, go through it real fast and, like, knock it out. Also, like, I don't know, something random. I work at the library. Uh-huh. So, like, that's a lot of just, like, sitting and, like, getting tasks done. Mm-hmm. And I like to just put my headphones in and get things done. And then yeah. I'd also be like, oh, you did that so fast. And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the next thing would be that those with sun in Virgo usually seek to improve and refine whatever is at hand. So Virgos want to make their environment as functional as possible, which is why Virgos have earned the reputation for cleanliness and order. Yet not all Virgos display the characteristics of neatness and tidiness. Depending on your chart, some Virgos become instead rigorous about mental pursuits or maintaining a healthy body or mind. So to outward appearances, they seem to have messy or chaotic lives, but internally they know what their goals are and how they will be realized. So where do you think on this spectrum do you lie? Are you more of someone that comes off as like neat and tidy or do people kind of think you have, you know, no control of your life, but in reality you do have a good grasp on things? 
I'd say I come across as pretty put together. Yeah. But also, it depends kind of where I am. Like, I know when, like, the semester is super, super busy, like, my room will be a mess. Like, I'll have, like, dishes piling up. It's gross. But, <laughs> like, if I don't have anything to do, like, right now, I'm not super busy. Like, yeah. everything's organized. Everything's clean. Like, just because I have nothing else to do. So, I'm mm -hmm. like, this is unacceptable. And it gives you something to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so one of the great challenges, though, of this sign is that there's a tendency to overanalyze. So Virgos are intend to worry about over, you know, intangibles that cannot be changed. They have very busy and active minds, and it's essential that they find practical ways to ground and release this mental energy for their physical and emotional well-being. So do you struggle with this, and how would you cope with that? Yeah, I'm definitely an overanalyzer. Like, everyone that knows me pretty much knows mm -hmm. that. I like being outside. Like, I like going on walks and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I guess that's my earth, my earthiness. Yes, yes, for yeah. sure. When anxious, you know, Virgos, they tend to withdraw and become self-contained. So Sun and Virgos are typically inclined uh, to not be, you know, dramatic or t attention-seeking. They usually prefer to deal with their problems in their own ways so that those close to them may not have any idea of what's actually going on. So when there isn't something external to focus upon or ground yourself with, so when you're not doing yoga or cleaning <laughs> your room, you tend to turn your analytical impulses against themselves and they start to worry trying to pick themselves and other people apart, trying to find what they believe must be the inevitable flaw. So do you find yourself doing this in certain situations? Yeah, like I would say, like about the part with being like reserved, like I know a lot of my friends that like I'm close with now, they'll tell me like when they first met me, they were like, oh my God, like you were so quiet. Like I thought you hated me or like mm -hmm. you were so intimidating. And it's just like, I don't know, I'm super shy at first. And then if you get to know me, I open up. I like definitely internalize things. Like my close friends know that. Gosh, I feel like I'm at therapy right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. Exactly, <laughs> okay. yeah, literally, pre-therapy. Thank you, Alexis. Yes, of course. So Virgo, like you said, it's nonetheless an earth sign. So people often overlook this, however, because there's very sensual aspects to the earth signs. And people ignore that because Virgo is, tends to be this, you know, busy, active, analytical. But, of course, there is that connection to the earth and sensuality. Many have a strong interest in the body and take much delight in sensual distractions. This could range from balancing wild weekends with midweek detox regimes to being a yoga enthusiast, just like you, <laughs> and take great pleasure in perfecting certain poses. So what would you say is your best distraction right now? I mean, working out, like, in all aspects. Like, I used to be a gymnast, and, like... Oh, okay. That was super intense. Like, it was a lot of practice. I was in the gym a lot, so, like... So you just try to, like, keep active as much as you can? Yeah, yeah. All right, Erica, thank you so much for being on, and I will see you soon. Thank you. I can't wait to listen. I would like to thank Erica Goldfinger again for being on my podcast. She truly is the epitome of a Virgo. She's so sweet, and I just really enjoyed having her on the podcast. I hope to have many more wonderful signs on this podcast to enlighten me more about their lives. If you're born with a Virgo on your ascendant or your rising sign, you're likely to view the world through the lens of mental analysis with a view toward organization. So you have a strong critical faculties and need to find practical outlets for your skills, talents, and abilities. You know, they're typically very humble and at some times minimizing themselves because they're likely to become concerned with being useful rather than recognized, which is also similar to the trait of the sun sign. So you need to be productive and of service somehow. And your chosen career will typically give you the opportunity to best employ your skills. 
You are likely to be practical, capable, and just talented at many different things. You may be very good with facts, figures, and details. You may also be quite hard on yourself because of early childhood experiences, so you need to learn to recognize and appreciate your talents. With the moon in the practical and systematic sign of Virgo, you are likely to be someone who is highly appreciative of structure, organization, and detail. You will find your life works better with well-established systems in your personal and professional life. Born with the moon in Virgo, you are likely to have an innate need to improve or refine the circumstances around you, combining practical know-how with the analytical quality necessary to achieve specific results. Virgo is a sign of service. So you are likely to find you have an innate need to nurture yourself and others through offering practical service in everyday ways. Virgo is also a sign of humility. So you may be happy working behind the scenes, adding your considerable talent for organization to whatever you are involved in and happy to be of service, often asking nothing in return. The satisfaction of a job well-conceived, well-planned, and well-done often provides the result you need. You should take care, however, and not allow this instinct for service to be manipulated or taken advantage of by others. Agent astrologers saw a relationship between the sign of Virgo and the condition of slavery. It is important that your need to be useful does not turn into the need to be someone else's pack horse. With Mercury in Virgo... Your train of thought is streamlined for maximum efficiency. You're attentive, focused, and more detailed-oriented now because Virgo is Zodiac's ultimate perfectionist. Whether you're cleaning up your room, color-coordinating your closet, or just clearing out the crap, Mercury in Virgo is bringing you the Marie Kondo level of tidying up skills that you need to get them done. The main issue with Mercury in Virgo is how nitpicky and matter-of-fact it can make these people. We all have that friend that you text a novel to and then all you get back is like a grammar check. And that's Mercury in Virgo in a nutshell. They are very critical and instinctively hone in on imperfections uh, during a time of vulnerability, which is just not appropriate. So when you're so focused on what can be improved, you lose out on feeling good about everything that's being done right. So when your boo is texting you about their shitty job, don't interrupt them with suggestions on how they could have been more productive. And when you have a friend that's inviting you over to their new apartment in Lakeside, Take it easy and don't point out the dishes that are in the sink or tell them that the trash needs to be taken out, okay? They're, they're trying to show you something nice, and when you just focus on the negative, it makes them regret even inviting you over. Basically, if no one's asking for criticism, don't volunteer to dish it out. Venus and Virgo people are not the flirtatious sort. Instead, their appeal lies in their dedication, their willingness to work on the relationship, and to make the relationship work in real terms. They're quite sensitive in love, even insecure, and this reserved loner-like quality is a part of their appeal, actually. They play it safe in their relationships, and they need to be confident that you like them before they even make a move. They're great listeners, and they can make a habit to observe and learn all of your ins and outs. Their love can be of the kindergarten variety. They show they love you by nagging or criticizing but remember, though, that they're not trying to hurt you even though they're pointing out flaws in your thinking, plans, or even character. They're just immature as fuck and don't know how to flirt. Venus and Virgo is attracted to nondescript people who have largely gone unnoticed, so show-offs and know-it-alls kind of turn them off, which is probably why a lot of my Virgo romantic endeavors were so short, because I am a fucking loudmouth. Pleasing Venus and Virgo involves showing you appreciate them for all the little things they do. And they do a lot. 
The problem is they do these things so quietly that you may not always notice or credit them for all these kind gestures. They do need some space. After all, they're quite busy making everything work around them, so give it to them. They're really not that difficult to please after you've taken care of these basic needs. Most Mars and Virgo natives are not particularly aggressive by nature. Although they can be a little hard-nosed and critical at times, they rarely resort to pushing others around. Still, an annoyed Mars and Virgo native can be difficult to be around. Arouse their anger and they turn into complaining, over-critical nags. They're like a bitchy mother-in-law, you know? Generally, these natives don't make themselves nuisances, so this stage is unlikely to last for very long, but when they're in this stage, leave them alone. Mars and Virgo people are quite protective about their system for getting things done. Although rather humble in general life sense, they can be quite particular about their methods, how they organize and accomplish their goals, mostly with work or study. These natives derive plenty of energy and life force from the things they do, so their work, hobbies, and any kind of projects they take on. If they're fidgety, nervous, or worried, all of these things are a sure sign that Mars and Virgo people have either too little to do or far too much on their plates. An earthy and sometimes nervous sexuality generally characterizes people with this position of Mars. In a sense, their performance in bed is similar to their work. These people want to be good at what they do. They'll generally be open to experimentation if only to feed their curiosity and to feel like they're savvy and kind of with the trends. There's often a shy and humble side to Mars and Virgo in any area that involves putting themselves out there and letting go. But experience and knowledge are important to these natives, and this genuinely drives their curiosity and wins over this natural resistance that they may have. And that is going to be all for the Virgo season episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. In our next episode, we are going to take a look at the qualities of astrology. So when I was talking about mutable signs, fixed signs, some of you probably like, what the fuck does that even mean? And we're going to get into all the qualities of astrology. So femininity, masculinity, earth, fire, water, all the traits that have to do with astrology. We're going to get right into them and see how they affect us. I hope everyone has an excellent week and an excellent Virgo season. Get your shit done and do it well. See you next time. I wanna be the type of girl you take them to your mama. The type of girl I know your fellas, they be proud of. I'll be proud.